Warning, the Foundation database is classified. Unauthorized access will result in detainment. Within this archive, you'll find the procedures, descriptions, and accounts of the most notorious anomalies we've encountered to date. Secure, contain, protect. Hello once more, everyone. It is me, Pacific Obadiah. This week, I'm here with the amazing Jesse Hall. Uh, he has been a wonderful and very close friend of mine for uh, a few years now. Uh, he's done some amazing podcasts and so much more. We'll get into all of that. But first, Jesse Hall, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I mean, you spoiled the whole thing there. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see, my name is Jesse Hall. I'm from the questionable state of Alabama, and um, yeah, I've been trying to fix that my entire life, and have failed thus far. <laughs> Indeed, you have. I had, I had a brief sabbatical in uh, Mississippi, but eh, you know, all good things and all that. Right. So <laughs> you and I first met. I via Tumblr. Oh, that's right. It was Tumblr. I always forget. And you've actually reminded me that it was Tumblr a few times. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, oh, when we I was... cannot forget the sins of the past. <laughs> How dare. When I was first getting started with my show, like Clarity, um, I think you'd reblogged me a few times. And at that point, I was a part of like the Audio Drama Hub. Um, and I had kind of rubbed elbows with a few other creators. And... I think after like a few reblogs or a few likes back and forth, I, it, what a strange way to be someone. I, I finally sent you a message. I was like, "Hey, uh, you know, thanks for the support. Um, are you a part of like this Facebook group? Are you part of like this Slack? You know, with all the creators? Because you know, I was like, oh, you know, here, here's this guy. I was like, the one really that cool. showed you the Slack Pacific. That's right. You did show me the How slack. How dare you try and rewrite history like that <laughs> it, in front it's of all, all these good together. listeners of ours. I I don't know if that slack's even still active. I haven't been on it in like it in is. probably two years. I well, So I had someone message me the other day. It's like, hey, are you still part of it? It's like, no. And they, they asked for an invite. I was like, yeah, sure, I guess. So I, I logged on. <laughs> <laughs> I logged on for like five minutes and invited someone to the audio drama creator Slack and logged off. So, um, I there was like, I just there were like a hundred unread notifications. I clicked red on all of them and logged off. Oh, oh, buddy, I, it's constant, and that's not to say anything bad about that group. They do good work. Oh, it's but, it's wonderful, yeah. But the conversation just never ends, and I and need. I, I need a breath of air once in a while. <laughs> Slack was wonderful when I was in college and I had nothing but free time and oh, mm. wanted to look at my phone. Well, I didn't have free time, but I didn't want to do, you know, homework or whatever else I was working on. So, yeah, well, I, I wanted to look at my phone. That's why we're in podcasting now. We didn't it, pay attention in it school. Is. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so I, I got my start um, while I was in college. I, uh, what was it, my... Yeah, like my junior year, I guess, my sophomore year, uh, and end of my sophomore year, going into junior year. Um, I wrote a little bit for Liberty Tales from the Tower, and then I 
uh, I had started writing Lake Clarity before that because I, I sent it to Travis. And um, I was always curious about that. Yeah, he, he, this he is posted weirdly, This is weirdly, in all the years of our friendship, I've never heard this story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Travis Van Groff of uh, the White Vault, Liberty. Um, you know, those award-winning shows. Rising. Uh, yeah, like, all, like all things we've been on. Right, um, all, all those amazing <laughs> shows. He he posted an ad on Reddit on audio uh, on r slash audio drama, I think, and he's like, "Hey, looking for a podcast writer." And I was like, "Oh, I I write stories and whatnot." So yeah, I sent him my early like clarity script, which was atrocious. Um, hey, wrote hey, those three first episodes. draft is for beating the crap out of exactly. Uh, and then I think shortly after that, um, after I wrote his three episodes, I started working on like clarity. And then we launched in January, and then those episodes came out, I want to say, like, March, March or April. And I, I actually came back and did some editing for Travis, and I added two or three of the stories. Uh, I did the sound design for one of mine, and then two others, I think. There's, like, a cool hmm. cradle one. Yeah. Anyways, th- this interview is about you, and I, I've sidetracked Oh, is that what much. you think? No, 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 <laughs> yeah. son. We're having that inter- inverted interview. Of course. So, yeah, I, I got started while I was in college. Uh, how did you get started in podcasts and audio dramas? Way back in the olden days. <laughs> you got a voice actor on here. That's going to it's gonna crop up every so often. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, I watched a lot of cartoons as a child. And um, there is a show on Cartoon Network. I'm sure it was something else in different countries or not there at all. Uh, called the Chuck Jones Show, mm-hmm. where they just showed specifically cartoons Chuck Jones made. Uh, and they had this, they just pulled from the archives this uh, like 15-minute document. I say 15 minutes. It was like the length of a Looney Tune. Yeah, sure. A documentary of, how we get it done, kids? You know, honk, honk, bonk. Yeah, uh, of course. There was, a, there was an alarming amount of sound effects in that thing. And I'm, I really, I don't know why. But they showed Mel Blanc, like, in the studio doing his thing. And I'm like, I want to do that. Yeah. And I fell in with uh, watching Red vs. Blue when that first came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I realized, wow, so just any idiot in their house can do this if they, like, cut their teeth and get the right cast. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, and so are I, you – yeah, sorry, go on. Um, you you asked the question, Pacific. You're the <laughs> well. I was gonna say. So you you actually studied uh, broadcasting in college, right? Correct. Because I have a face for radio. Yes. yes of course. <laughs> uh, and and I imagine did you go into this because you wanted to kind of follow suit with those creators, or was that kind of just coincidental? I went into the communications because a it was an easy career choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, both in studies because there's not a lot of math, and I am I am not known as a great mathematician. Let us let us not mince words. <laughs> of course, um, but also I know how to write, I know how to direct, and I have this voice, so it kind of made sense. Thank you, thank you. Your money's in the mail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it just made sense to go into a uh, a career like that. Also, side note, my minor is in psychology, so everybody makes the joke still that I want to be Fraser Crane. 
that makes sense. This actually, so, that one little factoid <laughs> has cleared up so much about your personality to me. Pacific, I'm listening. <laughs> that joke is for five people that listen to this show because everybody else is too young to know it. <laughs> um, listen, yeah. in the in the early '90s, there was a television show called Frasier. It starred a Kelsey Grammer before he was problematic. And uh, this is a continuation from a show, Cheers, about a bar in Boston. I don't think I ever watched Cheers. I actually kind of forgot it existed until you said it just now. The only important thing about Cheers is that there's a reference to it in Fallout 4. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Pop culture uh, reference. Um, yeah, I don't so think you... that's pop culture. I ah, think it's, it's... stupid crap that's rolling around my brain that I had to get out. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so you, you went to college, uh, you were inspired by, you know, Rooster Teeth and other idiots on the internet. Um, so then, then what, what happens? I tried to make a movie in high school Pacific. Oh, of course. Who doesn't? uh, I, uh, hmm. so it's the biggest, I'm, I'm an atheist, but it's the biggest blessing in my life that that movie didn't get made. Oh, yeah. Because um, the subject matter, like, I always want to make a that town movie. Right. Still kind of do. Don't know if that's going to happen, but uh, I always had the idea of that town since, like, seventh grade in high school. Just mm-hmm. because, uh, parsing down, uh, everybody says, oh, hey, that town is just, by the way, my podcast is tells that town. There we go. We, we never oh, yeah, mentioned yeah. that. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get into says, it later. Don't you worry. Yes, we're breadcrumbing. It's a very important tool in, in writing. Um, of course. <laughs> um, everybody says, oh, hey, that town is just Night Vale in the South. And I, I hate that description. I get what they mean in that it's a kooky town with weird, terrible things happening. Mm-hmm. But, like, Night Vale is this triest on the human soul and how uh, the true horror in life is not the monsters, but the actions of other people and the reactions to the mundanity of life. Like at the end of the day, Night Vale is, is poetry in the form of a comedy horror show. Yeah. Tales of that town is just asking what would rednecks do if kudzu became sentient? That it ain't. <laughs> is a wonderful way to sum it up. <laughs> Go on, yes, please. Because I watched a lot of Kurt's Cowardly Dog and mm-hmm. uh, Twilight Zone as a kid. Yeah. So that really fed into my brain. Uh, it's that moment with uh, Dean Pendleton, or however you say his name, and community mm-hmm. going, like, oh, I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. It did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it absolutely did. And, and those inspirations make sense. I mean... You know, the the few projects we've worked on, you know, SCP being one, uh, Tales of That Town being another, uh, you and I both tend to kind of lean into that cosmic horror. What uh, what other big inspirations did you have? Or, or was Twilight Zone and Curtis Cowardly Dog kind of big two? Those are the big two. I like I like Isaac Asimov. I can never say his name right. Good Lord. Yeah, Isaac Asimov. Asimov. I did it. Girl. Ah, I got it right, yeah. I think. We'll I mean, I, at least that's how I've been saying it this whole time. All right, if I'm wrong, you're wrong, so I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, um, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I just, I like, I like comedy. I think it's a very important language to have, especially given these uh, extenuating circumstances we find ourselves in. And these sure. trying times, Pacific, you understand. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> By working broadcast, I have heard so many in these 
trying times. We must all right. work together. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling and, my weight. How, yeah, how about and, you, spokesman man? <laughs> and I, I guess that does actually bring us to uh, the next kind of important point. But, you know, uh, what do you do now? You obviously have a life outside of podcasting, as all of us do. Um, but you actually have oh, a I really – pay bills. <laughs> yeah. You, well, you have a job that I think is pretty cool and kind of neat. Uh, you, I think, detest it. Is, is that the right word? Let's see where you're going. I I feel like uh, maybe it's the the late hours, or or maybe it's just you know the fact that you are listening to news anchors talk all day. But yeah, how I, I guess for our listeners, what is your job and how do you feel about it? I work as a master control operator, which means I'm the guy that keeps the television station up and running. And make sure all the commercials are in and all the uh, what we call canned shows are in. And a canned show is anything that wasn't filmed live. Right. So that jo- the job is nice. I like my job. Uh, it is two hours away, however. Yes. So I have a lot of free time on my hands making that one-way, two-hour drive. Right. Again, Pacific, the, the narrative of life is non-existent. You go from point A <laughs> to point B to point D, and you realize point C could have happened, but it didn't. Sure. Um, but yeah, so... I, I do back what... into uh, the podcasting thing of... I went from living in Alabama all of my life, uh, graduating college, and trying to make... Like we, uh, Me and my pal Burton, who's also on that town... Mm-hmm. Uh, we did some audio dramas like for the radio. It was uh, Orphanage Radio Theater. Okay. Uh, again, really glad none of those exist because there's some. I was a bad person in the past, Pacific. Like I keep getting reminded of just how much of a monumental piece of crap. By the way, I'm not cussing in this show, and it is killing me. You took away <laughs> one of my food groups, and I am dying. I but mean, I'm going to be good. Uh, no, 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 no. Because if we break the dam, the ba- dam's going to be broken. There oh, is yeah. a village. I, I did. Just, hmm. I did preface this with like a PG thirteen. I think you get. I get one. Is F. it one fuck? Yeah, yeah. It's one. And you just used it. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's mine. You you get a different one. <laughs> that is not. Mm, that is not how that works. How dare you? That's okay. This I'm is a be... podcast. It's not broadcast. After all, Jesse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the FCC. My constant concern in life. Yeah, uh, but yeah, um, Burton. We're making the, uh, the radio drama uh, during college, and people really liked it, and I just kind of put that out of my mind until I was living in Mississippi, and it was 2015. It was the winter of 2015, and I sat down with my pal Josh, who got me the job in Mississippi, mm-hmm. and... I had four outlines of what we wanted to talk about because we're both really good at ad-libbing. Sure. And I said, okay, let's just sit down. Hang on. I got to sneeze. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I didn't sneeze. That was the worst. (laughs) It just died in my nostrils. God. Uh, That is terrible. I'm sorry. I'm sneezing in the microphone. All right. Um, You're so good. So we started uh, ad-libbing, and we ad-libbed the four uh, scripts, which was episode one, three, uh, five, and I think nine. 
All, all the odd, odd numbers. numbers. Yeah. Oh, of course they're odd. Of course they're odd. <laughs> um, and I just sat on them because I didn't know what I wanted to do with them. I wanted to try to make an animation or something like that. And I was replaying Fallout 3 at the time. Sure. And I I like I like everything about Fallout 3. As it's a great game. I, it's so good. Next to New Vegas, I'd say it's the best Fallout. Uh, I agree with that now. A couple years ago, I would have punched you in the jaw. <laughs> sure, sure. When I first sure. played New Vegas, I hated it. It's, Just because uh, it wasn't that game. Oh, yeah. It, it's charmed has changed yes. a lot over the year year years years yes yeah, it's, it's been a couple one or two All um, right. but i was bebopping around the wasteland and i was listening to capital you know gnr as you do of course and and i heard the adventures of herbert daring dashwood and i'm like oh right that's an option i should i should maybe just make a podcast and so then i did and it's been mistake after mistake ever since <laughs> just a landslide <laughs> so when when did the first episode of tales of that town come out because on my birthday february 16th because i am an idiot sure <laughs> and uh and what year was that jesse that was 2016 that is what i thought um yeah, you had this you, business for four years. God help right. me. Right, you are one of the. I I always kind of think of it in in waves, you know. But like you know, the, the first big wave was like we're alive and Night Vale and uh, I, I guess serial to an extent as far as like storytelling and podcasts. And then mm-hmm. of course after that, you know, you had um, uh, you know the folks like. Paul Sading, uh, our narrator John Grills, and his first show, uh, Small Town Horror, and Wolf of course, of that town. I, I feel like Wolf Three Fifty Nine was Wolf Three Fifty Nine that early. I feel like they, yeah, I felt uh, like they, they came, came out in like twenty eighteen, but maybe I just joined no, late. No, no, they came out uh, a couple months after that town because I got a little buzz going, and then Wolf Three Fifty Nine, Ars Paradoxica. And, uh, it just zoomed uh, past. You know, it's like, oh, Jesus, that's what it's like to be popular. God, oh, Bright Sessions. Bright and, Sessions did it, too. Oh, Bright. Yeah. No, those, those are all some really big heavy hitters. Um, yeah, they're all great. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to throw shade. It, 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 like, please oh, no, take of it course. Away. It's just like, I'm yeah. making my little show, banging rocks together, and then you have this these three overarching shows, one about the horrors of space and humanity, one about time travel and how, boy, you shouldn't yep. do that. Another about how the X Men. It kind of sucks to be an X Men. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good I think way those to sum all, up I think those shows. are all fair. Um, yeah, I, I think so. Uh, and of of course, wonderful, great shows. But yeah, so tales of, tales of that town, twenty February of twenty sixteen. Um, bringing this back to me i i came around in i, I about Feb, uh, february 17th i think actually of 2017 uh i'm gonna double check that or was it 27th it's somewhere on our twitter page i'm sure just uh shamelessly googling myself uh when the clarity first came out 26 yeah. 10 days 10 days and one year after you um <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, the so, whole time Pacific, I'm on to you. I know. Um, <laughs> and, but yeah, so like like I mentioned earlier, you know, we uh, hit it off. I, I think within the first season of Lake Clarity, I'm I'm almost sure because I oh uh, yeah, you were no, I you knew sent you. Me, you sent me messages. I'm going to pull this crap up. Let's. I just... haven't logged into my Tumblr so long. <laughs> we have this... an SCP account. I I'd never mention it. I actually don't even know if it's linked in the show notes it's not linked on our website which i should fix but yeah like scp underscore pod i just i never i never log on and it's empty (laughs) and when i do reblog stuff it's like i don't know skulls and flower crowns and stuff because that's the kind of art i like so you're making it happen that's perfect yeah making it happen i have the messages from you pacific i didn't delete them (laughs) somewhere Wait. But yeah, no, let's say, hey, would it be cool if we could reblog some stuff from each other? Oh, yeah, sure. Because that's the thing. Um, and I'm not making fun of you. I'm just. Oh, of that, course. Um, I've been told no a lot creatively in life. Mm-hmm. And as often as I can, I don't say no. Because getting told no creatively just sucks. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen a All lot right. because you're not going to be the right the right person or the right voice or the, the the right mindset for a script a lot because sure. you know people want to make their project their way and that's you also as a creator want to make your project your way and nobody's wrong in doing that but also feelings will invariably get hurt just for the fact that you're getting told no so absolutely I, be the change you want to see in the world of pacific that's you know like go out and, and sock people in the nose when they're rude. Um. Yeah, and, and I feel like you do a pretty good job of that, of, you know, uh, being a, a very wonderful creator in the sense that you, I, I don't think I've ever seen you say no, that you are always saying yes and, you know, bringing up creators and, like, encouraging folk. Um, whether it is on Tumblr three years ago or uh, <laughs> even, you know, today um, in your work with SCP. I like that you gave me the job I've got on the show now. That that yes. warmed my heart. <laughs> uh, oh God, what I call I I was just talking to Curve about this the other night. Um, script wrangler, I think you said. Script master. Script master. Oh well, well, let me get the <laughs> monocle fixed. How dare! <laughs> right. Before I forget um, myself. Yeah. No. So I and I, I guess this is again another natural progression. But uh, you have also been reading scps for quite some time um i was on 4chan when i was younger again y'all i was yeah. a bad person when i was a younger man i i'm working hard every day to fix that but it, it's a process uh, much like getting over depression or what have you it's not a straight line um right. but in college i was on 4chan a lot and i was on the x board and for those who don't know 4chan is a garbage website do not go there uh you will be put on a watch list these days if you access that website <clears throat> honest fact because uh, it's a dot org now so it's owned by the government yeah uh because they were posting a lot of heinous things uh but it's an image board which means there's some text but it's mostly people reposting images and in 2008 and 2009 when i was on there a lot i was going to the x board which was the paranormal board and a lot of it was hey how you summon a demon I want, right. I want, I want, I want a, a demon girlfriend. <laughs> of course. That, I am not, ma- 
I'm making a joke with the voice. The content, sure. however, is absolutely all, real. All factual, yeah. It's, oh, it's. I'm having. I'm having a. a oh god, I'm having a flashback. I got to get out here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but on top of that, they would post like. All right, everybody, dump your Junji Ito, and then everybody would just make right. huge, long image dumps of Junji Ito manga, which got me into Junji Ito. Yeah, By the way, his new book, amazing. Uh, he didn't yeah. write it, but he drew it, and oh, uh, they picked the right guy to, to draw oh, that, that story. So, okay, so this isn't uh, the art collection that just came out because he he has a, a little art collection of like yeah, there's an art collection. I, I don't have my, that. It's uh, my roommate just bought it. It's absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal is not the word I'd use for that man's art. Harrowing. <laughs> Harrowing, Harrowing yes. Um, but then also they'd say, all right, post your copypasta and your creepypasta, because that, that word was just coming to the lexicon. Right. And so I would read, I, like, I read Jeff the Caver on there, and like, oh, and also yeah. Jeff the Killer, which I just mm-hmm. now realized they're both said Jeff. So is that yeah. a connection? It's not a connection. It's not a connection at all. Who knows? Or, or they did the, the Russian sleep experiment, like all of those really classic the, ones, right? And of course, uh, this brings us to the big classic uh, SCPs that first emerged. Yes, so SCP one seven three. Yep, I got that right. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, my brain's always like it's one seven six. Like it's not though. It's really not. It's one seven three. It's the statue. See, I read it there. I'm like, what? What is that? Mm-hmm. I gotta, you know, start clacking on keyboards trying to find what this SCP stuff is. And I hung around on the website for about two years. I was around long enough to see episode 1000 drop, and then I just kind of backed out. Right. Because the website at the time, and Tset and I have talked about this. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. Tset. Uh, yes. How when I was on the website, there was very much the people in control were of the 4chan mindset. Yeah. Of, no, you write good, though. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I, I'm just, I'm starting out. I said, no, write good, though. Definitely. Okay, well, well here's, here's my idea. Yeah, it sucks. Make something better. Delete. It was critique, not for critique's sake, and not critique to get better writing yeah. as it is now. It was very much a, <laughs> that's not good enough. Right. Um, that's you got it again everything is is a is a process and oh definitely a, a and, spectrum yeah and of course you know like like you've alluded to this site has drastically changed over the years you know yes. there is now a huge support staff um it is very wonderful and friendly to creators and uh you know it is a great community all in all it's uh very positive I'm, and uplifting you know uh very positive and uplifting kind of going back to you know saying yes to creators and whatnot and i'm very glad that change happened i need i want to point that out oh, I, I oh absolutely. i do not like the draconic history that that joint has I, i'm very happy for the current now right definitely uh but yeah a wonderful long history um i have been eagerly waiting to get into a little bit more of our history uh so you know I, I actually I found the Tumblr. I <laughs> I had to reinstall Tumblr and like <laughs> find my yes, old the account. Sickness returns. <laughs> so I I found our original messages. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I, I'd asked you if you wanted to uh, do some cross promoting. Um, yeah, I, I think you know just giving you know like shout outs at the top of a show because 
I think I'd start doing that with another podcast or two. I have no idea who, but if you listen to old Lake Clarity episodes, you find it. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, we chat for a bit. Um, I, I think eventually we connect on Facebook. Uh, you know, you, you and I, we play some games together. Um, oh God, I, I can't remember like when that leap happened, but I, I remember at one point, like a night staying up until like 3 a.m., like playing speedrunners with you and my sister. That was in 2018. Yes, because shortly after back to Alabama and I didn't have a job at the time. Right. And so it's just, okay, I'm just going to hang out with Pacific all night. Yeah. How old? Stop turning my bones to dust. <laughs> and and then uh, sometime after that, uh, my sister and I, we received a wedding invitation. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, of course not. <laughs> I would never. I know better than that. <laughs> My secretary so, is getting a strongly worded missive from me after this. So, um, yeah, in 2018, yeah, 2018 was the first mm-hmm. PodCon. Um, and I, you know, I, I had the pleasure of flying out to Seattle and meeting a lot of wonderful people like Paul Sading and Sarah Werner and uh, Travis and, you know, uh, wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, and I didn't get the chance to meet you, which... Because I wasn't there. You weren't. And in October, <laughs> I flew to your wedding. Um, and you fi- finally got the chance and the opportunity to meet you. And uh sitting in this wonderful little mansion in Alabama, but besides the point. Um, and I, yeah, so we see how the other side lives. Mm. Yes, of course. Uh, this is actually this like really cool Airbnb. It's probably like one of the best hotel like Airbnbs I've stayed in. Um, <laughs> but all, all of this to say, uh, I very proudly and very successfully glitter bombed your wedding. Oh, you Asian of chaos. Yeah. So my mother and my aunt, whom I love dearly. Mm-hmm. Spent a lot of time decorating that joint up, and yes. on some tables they put some skulls that had glitter on them. Because again, we and got pumpkins. In October, so yes, yes. So I didn't notice it until Pacific came and glitter bombed me that he'd been taking these skulls and pumpkins <laughs> and rubbing his grubby little mitts <laughs> all over them to get a so, good coating of glitter. <laughs> so this, you want to tell your side of this, you miscreants? <laughs> So this gets into one of my greatest personal flaws as a human, uh, which I've, I've talked at length about on um, on our Discord chat. Uh, I'm a very clammy person. Even now, well, right now I'm sitting in a very small <laughs> high closet, but I I'm naturally I'm not a very sweaty person. But my hands are just just always a little wet. It's a life of misery. It really is. You just described a curse from D and D. <laughs> um but yeah so i i was sitting there and i i think sunshine had thrown a, a pumpkin at me and or one of the skulls and yeah like you said they're covered in glitter so yeah i grabbed it and i'm like oh god yeah now there's glitter all over me uh so i wiped it on my pant leg and it's like hmm that's interesting it's just kind of i'm glittery now all right and at some point in the night yeah i covered all of you and your groomsmen in wonderful wonderful glitter it was a very beautiful night, Jesse. And I think either you did it to my mother as well, or somebody brushed up against my mom because she also had glitter on her. I mentioned this to her recently. She brought that up. I had glitter on me too. <laughs> but I'm not making fun oh, of my God. mother. That is, that is her genuine accent. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, you say hey, amazing. That, that I, I a, say hell on earth, but you know, I still love you well, somehow. Yeah, you know, I. <laughs> it's it's giving back from my you know clammy curse. Um, yeah, no, well, that that no, was really fun, oh, weird experiment. <laughs> yeah. It was a really fun, weird experience. Um, yeah, I, I obviously don't want to give up all the information of uh, your wedding night, but yeah, you know, I, I rented a car, I drove out to the middle of the woods in Alabama. Oh and, no, you like need, okay, we need to talk off about this, this hill off this train track. I yeah. didn't know where the place. Like when we went to go see the place. I said, this is the place you get and murdered. it's a beautiful venue up front. Oh, it's a beautiful venue. But the drive up to it, yeah, it you, so, can, you can hear the... <laughs> right. So you're on the highway, and you you, t- you turn off onto a dirt road. And it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Immediately. And it's, uh, immediately it's pretty dirt flat. Road There's not the a lot of... Tr- yeah, meet, yeah, and uh, it, it's all flat. There's, like, maybe one or two trees, and there's, like, a few little houses, and, you know, they, they look nice enough, and you're like, okay, whatever. Uh, and you drive for about 20 minutes down this dirt road, and then you drive into the forest, mm-hmm. and, you know, you keep going, and then there's, like, this – it's really, like, big hill that has a train track on top. Like, my car was, like, at a – almost a 90 degree angle at that point say so, yeah, like go over this big hill there's no like uh train guards or anything so if a train's coming like by the way you I better know but it's on a hill else. i think your brain blocks something out you have to cross oh, yeah? over that train track three or four times you do because yes, it's you do you oh, totally block that out <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so then you know you you go deeper into the woods still and you know now like you have this giant hill with a train track on the top on one side of you and on the other side another hill just covered in trees and you know at this point i'm driving like five miles per hour because i you know i was renting a car it was kind of nice and i'm like fuck it up and uh and yeah i'm just i'm driving and i'm like where is this venue because at this point there wasn't a road. There was just a pin on my map, and like I had changed over to coordinates. And it's like this this man that I've never met has invited me on this elaborately plotted journey to kill me. You're growing too powerful, Pacific. I had to stop the madness. <sighs> yeah. So then I glitter bombed your wedding. It was what wonderful venue. Um. I my my profile picture on our on our website actually with our cast and crew is from that wedding. It is it was such such a little like lovely like fairy esque location. Abs- absolutely wonderful. That's what um, happens when somebody who is older has some cash to throw around and goes to a lot of yard sales and to a lot of flea markets. That is exactly what that place was. Mm-hmm. And so gorgeous, great, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so then you know, like there I was with my sister sitting in the crowd, watching two, you know, I say strangers, but like I, I'd known you for two years at this point, or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, about two years, uh, and yeah, just you know, watching you get married, and lo- lo- lovely ceremony. Oh, yeah, I looked out over the crowd. <sighs> and went, oh, what a weird. That's, that's a lot of my family that I see you. I'm like, huh? Yeah, she showed up. I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that that was a really really fun trip um i you know actually thinking back to it now 
uh, Sunshine and I had been binging Haunting of Hill House because it had just oh, come fool. out on Netflix. Oh, you fool. And, you just and we, started we were living st- there. <laughs> and we were, yeah, we were staying in this really old... Yeah, like it was like actually a mansion. Like I had those big pillars up front, and it, it was a historic home. And we had two very lovely hosts. Um, but yeah, like we're staying in this super old rickety house, and oh god, it, it was an experience that I will never forget. You open up the door. There's a ghost of Confederate soldier. Now there are men juleps on the other side. You're like no, 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 no. Oh god. <laughs> Um, so that, that was really wonderful. There's an Anchorman reference for anybody keeping track at home. So that, that was a, a very wonderful long detour. Um, and, and I do want to talk more about audio dramas and about you as a person. Uh, but I've, I've included four secret questions on the, on the little list I sent you, uh, which I, I don't think you reviewed anyways. I, no, um, I pulled up the, after so you, like said move... you sent me the email, I looked at it and I saw, okay, that question makes sense. That question makes sense. <laughs> And there's just four in a row. Yeah, tell us a bit about you. What do you do? Um, So I'd like to move on to the secret part of... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I would like to move on to the secret part of this interview. Hey, everyone. It's Pacific here with a quick ad break. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Uh, Now, Jesse, you're, you're... uh, as they would say, old and wise, right? I'm one of those things. I will not say which. <laughs> I hear no complaints, so awesome, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and going going through my room today, you know, I, I, um, I was generating some of the questions that uh, our patrons and our Discord users sent in, um, and I found this really fun box that I forgot I had. Uh, it is slang flashcards, and I, I want to say there's like 50 or 60 in here, right? Oh, God. So, using your infinite knowledge and no access to the internet, uh, I'm going to give you a few uh, fun hip phrases, and I I would just really like for you to define them. Uh, I do have a sentence available for all of these words, so I'll, I'll, I'll share the word with you and the example. Uh, and then I just, I want to get your best guess at the definition. Slap them at me, daddy-o. All right. Ah, uh, there's some good ones. Um, let's start. Okay. Here's where we're going to start. <clears throat> Fresh to death. Baby, it's never too late to be fresh to death. Isn't that a song? It might be. It's also slang. Oh Christ! It's what the cool young kids are saying nowadays. Now, Jesse, you're you're a moderator on on the SCP Discord, uh-huh. and uh, you know part part of that job is you know keeping up with with the kids and the lingo and you know um, yes, I'm, making, I'm the making sure everything's above bar of, of that server. Yes, correct. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I I want to I want to better equip you to, you know, uh talk I, with our with our discordees. If I had to guess based off of the two English classes I took in college, mm-hmm. uh, fresh to death means you look fly and or cool. Absolutely. Synonyms ah. are uh Hot, you know, ill, sick, but in the good ways. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the definition is, you know, an adjective um, as relating to the trendiness or fashion forwardness of someone. Uh, yeah, job. I know stuff and things. Uh, <laughs> here's the second one. Shake the spot. Shake the spot. This part of the ocean has been depleted by industrial fishing. Let's shake the spot. I'm going to assume it means fix or clean? Interesting guess. You're absolutely wrong. Huh. My other guess would be... No, I got nothing. What is it? To go away from, depart... Synonyms. Oh, like shake a leg. I got it now. Yeah, shake the spot. Uh, (laughs) This one uh, is written two ways. Um, For reels, and also uh, numeral four, reels with a Z. For reels, I had to put an actual quarter in it. And there's there's a fun little illustration of a a lady at a payphone. What's a payphone? No, we're not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, for reals means to uh, imply implicitly the certainty of an action. Absolutely, truly, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I put some softballs in here, so you know this one is uh, it should be an easy one. Dunzo. In my view, postmodernism is beyond dunzo. I was just saying that to Murray last week. You know, postmodernism. I mean, boy, it's just. Done, so. <laughs> I think that's half the reason I write that tone. But done, so means something's done or over. Absolutely. Finished. Completed. Uh, oh, here's another one. Uh, down. Merger. I'm down. I I say that all the time. Down means you're good for it. You're with it. Yeah. Until you're no longer with it. Like me. <clears throat> Daps. Gesundheit. <laughs> super savings. Daps. And or daps on the super savings. It sounds like how people use the word shout out now with Twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, like, oh man, shout out to that idiot that just fell in the park. <laughs> uh, a gesture of friendly greeting, similar to a handshake, often consisting of a fist bump. I have never in my years. <laughs> I know. These are so outdated. Is one um, of the cards wiggity wiggity whack? Just answer that question for me, yes or no? <laughs> no. Uh, well, maybe I took out like my top like ten. There, there's a <laughs> lot. There's a lot others though. Um, Dolo. Just think, we'll never be by our Dolo again. The only reason I know the word Dolo is because it's in Kid Cudi's Day or Night. Is it really? I love yeah, that Mr. Song. Solo Dolo. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Alone by oneself. <laughs> that is one that I did not know. I didn't think it was a real word, but 
you have proven me wrong. Not only is it, I had a real world example. Jesse might be more hip than I am. Um, we'll see about that though. John. That is spelled uh, J A W N. Okay, I thought we were talking about pimps. Um, nope. I'll take that big chocolate John in the middle, and it is a uh, a man wearing a, a suit and a little bow tie, reaching for a platter of cupcakes and such. I'm going to assume it is meaning something that looks good or attractive. Uh, no, but close. Uh, it, it is a generic substitute for a person, place, or thing for when the actual word cannot be used or determined. Hmm. Right. I'm sticking with a, a pimp. <laughs> because I uh, had to watch a lot of cop procedurals in my youth. Yeah. Uh, we got two more. Next up is Trill. When it comes to salad, I keep it trill. Okay, I watched a lot of Tabasco Sweet, a.k.a. your boy Nate, and he has said trill a lot. I think it's going to mean to keep something light or trim. No. What is it? Genuine or authentic. Keep it trill. You're having authentic salad? What? I, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't write the definitions. I don't the, write the, the definitions and examples. <laughs> uh, all right. Last and certainly not least. Steez. S-T-E-E-Z. Now that is an S-T-I. <laughs> I've hired a consultant to help me find my personal steez. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm still sticking to my it's it's a venereal disease. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't care what they say it is, I'm not stupid. I know things. <laughs> Steez, a noun, meaning style, charisma, especially that of which is ineffably and uniquely yours. Oh boy. I can hear, I can hear the Patrick Bateman voice from American Psychos and yes, I'm looking for my Steez. <laughs> uh, I um, I have another deck of flashcards somewhere else. I couldn't find them. Not not for this interview, but uh, maybe someday I'll, I'll. The house is mostly unpacked, but there's like a few things still missing, you know. So mm-hmm. if, if I find them, um, you know, in the next few weeks, we'll we'll have to do a, a round two, and I'll I'll quiz you a little bit more. I hate this, but I'm down for it. <laughs> Um yeah. That uh that is the quiz section of this interview. I don't know where well, to go you from pay here. Me anyway, I I I I already won, I guess. I did yeah. I had a note I wanted to bring up. Oh about, yeah, lay it uh, on me. About Graham Rowett's episode. Oh yeah. Uh because he's gonna make a joke about me being it was gonna be self depreciating, I or it was gonna be depreciating. Yes. He should have leaned in. <laughs> I, I, need, to... I, I need to explain my self depreciation. All right. Well, it, tell me, tell me about your steez. I could hit stop right now. 
<laughs> just mm. end the interview right there. I tasted blood, Pacific. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what I was going to say before you assaulted my ears like that, uh, my family's like borderline abusive to each other. Yeah. And I know that's not a word that you should throw around these days. I'm not trying to make sure. of, of anybody's situation. But, like, if you walk up to somebody in my family and say, hey, I graduated college. And I said, oh, it took you four years? What well, took so long? Oh, my God. Like, it is constant. When there, Okay, my grandmother had seven children that made it to adulthood. All of those seven kids, my aunts and uncles, had at least two kids of their own. I'm the only, only child in the family. Really? Yes. My family, uh, the two current generations, not counting the, the, the third generation that's alive because they are bitty kids, there's seventy. There's 75 people or more. So what, what I'm picking up is this is kind of like a dark half situation where you absorbed your sibling and it's your sibling just making these self digs at you. Every so often I suck myself in the face and I'm not sure <laughs> yeah. why. But no, we just we constantly do it. We yeah. we're just the biggest jerks in the world to each other. <laughs> and so it's a way I keep myself humble too cuz I know I'm sure. good at voice acting and I know I'm good at writing. I know I'm good at editing. Like I know I'm good at a lot of things. But if you just walk around going, "Yeah, I'm pretty good at this stuff, you know." <laughs> yeah. like, this is this serious? Jeez, don't talk to him. Just cold shoulder. We got to get just out. Just go of here. on, go on. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So often goes like, yeah, voice acting's pretty good. Except for that Jesse Hulk guy. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> God, terrible. Oh. It's just it's just a way to, to break the ice so people know it's fine. Oh, yeah. I, and, fine. I mean, it, it, in my own personal life, um, I think someone finally like, pointed this out in college. But, you know, um, I I went to a fairly large high school. My, my graduating class had 600 people. My high school in total had uh, almost like 2,500 people. Your graduating um, class was my entire high school. <laughs> so you know like there, there's all oh, right uh so there's there's a lot of social groups and you know, i bounced back and forth between a lot of them you know theater kids and this and that um because i was a gross theater kid but you know you i did mention the clammy hand specific we i know right um this the spotlights just really bring it out you know uh <laughs> but i i feel like there's I don't know, a nice common ground if, if you're okay kind of, you know, not taking yourself seriously and kind of laughing at yourself sometimes. And, um, you know, later towards my senior year and, like, my freshman year of college, like, uh, as a lot of people went away and some people stayed in Colorado, like, you know, a lot of these, like, friend groups got pieced together. So, like, um, you know, my, my friend Annika, who's my roommate now, and uh, my childhood best friend Yasko are now both very close as are, uh, you know, my girlfriend and my sister or, or even you, you know, like having the common ground of like, oh, yeah, you know, like we can all kind of poke fun at first at me. But then as like those friendships grow at each other, you know, it Correct. it makes a nice kind of sense of community. Right. Like it, it comes off, um, like you said, very welcoming and humbling to an extent. Uh, also, it would be funny if Graham wrote made fun of me. Because all this to say, I appreciate your humor. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's um, a really good ice breaking tip. Like, you know, oh, it absolutely there's a, is. 
there's a finesse to it. Like you can't lean in too hard. But this you lean sucks in as enough. bad as my life. E- ease in, pal. Ease in a little more. That that that's a shotgun shell. We 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 need a light tap. Yeah. This sucks as much as my voice acting in the latest episode of SCPR Cast. <laughs> uh, and, and of course, on Apple iTunes. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and of course, there, there's a line too, because like you know, you're you're going to be your biggest critic, you know, but like you oh, don't yeah. want to dig your own grave. Yeah. So but, let me ask you that question, Pacific. Sure. Can you stand the sound of your own voice in recordings oh, or God. as you talk? Well, so I I do all the sound design for SCP, and um, for Lake Clarity, very early on. Uh, yeah, I wrote the show. I knew I was going to do the sound design and like the Twitter and everything else. And I thought, like, if there's one thing I don't have to do, let it be acting. I don't, I don't want to act. I don't want to hear my own voice. And, and not that you know, not that I don't like my own voice. You know, I, I, I like my voice enough. Um, I, I, I can bear to listen to it. <laughs> and you know, if if I have a small part, like ten, like you know. 10 or 12 lines or something you know just like a quick interjection perfect you know just a little pacific just dashed in an episode sure as soon as i have to start narrating something oh boy (laughs) is the needle in the red it it is and it's (laughs) you know it's just the yeah i uh i i have a an acting background you know all i'll all throughout high school and throughout college. You know, I took courses on voice acting and proper enunciation and the anatomy of the mouth to learn how to say syllables and words good and pronounce things well. But growing up, I had um, a lisp, which is not something that most people know because it it's one of those things that, like, ah, oh God, it must have been first or second grade. I, I couldn't pronounce my L's. You know, I, I had this really... Oof. I had this really bad lisp, um, and I had some stutters. And I, all I remember is every day getting to leave class for 30 minutes to, like, play checkers or something and, like, read a book. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Um, <laughs> and never realizing that, like, the whole point was to, you know, help me get over this uh, pretty minor lisp. But, yeah, just one of those weird things It's like... I, I kind of forgot about that until you know, more recently. Now that I have been, you know, doing a little more acting and a little more narration, it's just like, oh yeah, yeah, that happened. And you know, it's like <laughs> I have so much ammunition against myself. So yeah, I suck now. I should have heard my hat list, dear God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Huh. I was going to bring up. I can stand the sound of my own voice, and I think that means there's something broken in my head. I see. I've never I had a problem listening to recordings of myself. Yeah, like and I, I know like, everybody on the planet is like, "This sounds terrible." I don't get it. I, I get a little <laughs> nitpicky about it, like, "Oh, I I could have done that better," but like, yeah, you know, it's I I've never seen I've never had a huge problem with it. I should say. I think we boasted the admitted we have a narcissistic complex. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, uh, we're rapidly approaching an hour, or perhaps we've passed it by now. I, uh... We're at fifty-seven fifty-nine. Well, no, uh, that's probably not correct because uh, we had a little pre-roll in my yeah, recording. yeah, uh, talking guff. Um, let's uh, let, let's end this on 
some sagely advice from uh, you, Jesse Hall, creator of that town and voice actor of a bunch of shows, and uh, such as Greater Boston. Person. Greater uh, Boston. Mention that one. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. I, I guess hilarious skin on that show. <laughs> we haven't we haven't really done your uh, your reel, but you you've been in some pretty cool shows. You've landed a bunch of very fun gigs. Uh, usually, if that jerk Pacific Opatia is in charge, uh, I usually do it on show. Uh, I said, okay, so this is something I always want to bring up. Mm-hmm. I said, as a joke, after I got you on the slack back yes. years ago, I said, one day this kid's going to be my boss. One of these banks will be four <laughs> years from in Pacific. Uh, it, it has uh, turned around rather quickly. <laughs> Aging me by years and moments. If it's any consolation, you know, I uh, it, it in Graham's interview, uh, like we mentioned, I I think a large part of it really comes down to I just I really love boring stuff like paperwork <laughs> and budgets, <laughs> and like if it weren't for that, like if it weren't for the fact that like looking at a spreadsheet is so much easier than writing, I don't think I would be here. Pacific, that is so terrible. <laughs> right? I'm narcissistic and self-deprecate. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> uh, I mean, Jesse, I'm going to be so honest with you. <laughs> Let's hear it. Uh, like I mentioned, in my closet, it is a small, confined space, and I am, I've been here an hour. I am dripping sweat. It's not out of the realm of possibilities that perhaps my brain has also started melting and leaking through my pits. That could be the case. Doubt it highly, but it could be the case. I Today has been so nice. It is rainy outside. It is great. We've had like 90 degree days. I got sunburned on a camping trip like three days ago. And like I've been sitting in front of my fan all day and I've been as cool as a cucumber. And now I come in here to talk to Jesse Hall. And melt. And melt. (sighs) This summer, an ocean is coming to a puddle near you. Pacific Obadiah, Puddle Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you can draw stuff now. You should probably make that a poster. Oh god, some of those. Just like a little, a little goopy pile of sad, melty (laughs) ocean man. (sighs) Two versions: one that's got a little smiley face drawn in the middle of the puddle, and one that's got a sad face. To see which one sells more. (laughs) There you go. It's like an ice cream cone on a summer day, just <laughs> gone. Oh, we got the bad SpongeBob one. Oh no! <laughs> Send it back. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. So You're back getting... to my reel of stuff I've done in podcasts. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. I was on AfterShocks as an you are on AfterShocks. Uh, I want to be on Lake Clarity, but season three hasn't happened. So, <clears throat> I thought you were, uh, were you not on season two. I thought you did a like one of the residents for season two. Uh-uh. I, uh I I I was your beta listener for a couple of bits. That's right. I do remember that now because I told you to make the gunshot quieter because it nearly blew yes. out my eardrums. <laughs> you did do that. <laughs> that actually that might have been a season one because I, I think that was episode eight, season one. 
That was season one. Holy Christ. It, oh, yeah, when oh, uh my bones Mike was in the bunk you know, to, to spoil my three year old three year old show. It holds um, up. How dare you? It's one of those things I, I get like little pings and reviews about it every once in a while. I'm like, who the fuck is still listening? <laughs> So, uh, we popped up in a Verge review the other day. Like, you're just like, five what? spooky podcasts to listen to. Yeah, and uh, it's just like, oh, okay. Thanks, The Verge. Uh, okay. Weren't you on music once upon a time? Okay. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I think we popped up in a Vox, but that was, like, back when we were still in season two. Hmm. Yeah. We, we've had, like, a few, like, little bumps like that, and I am always blown away i'm just like oh okay <laughs> thank you sure that's happening now um <laughs> yeah let's see i was in greater boston uh Pacific, you there oh yeah i'm still here okay <laughs> it cut out for a second in the way of oh no um yeah i i got on the greater boston just because um there's a character on the show named Dipshit Paletti. Yes. Um, Dipshit Paletti is a wonderful character. I liked it when they were going by Extinction Event, but, you know. Also it, good. It, there's, they had a lot of good names for that character. Yeah. Uh, they mentioned at one point they have a community of lovers, and I just sent a message to Alexander Dinner saying, I want to be part of the community. Is that yeah. who you played? <laughs> Yeah, I'm Clark. Oh no! <laughs> I knew I'm you were going to their group. Yeah, I. Oh my god! <laughs> so when I found out I was Clark, I said, "So you want me to play the straight man in a polyamorous relationship?" Got it. Oh my god! And I mean, straight man is in the the comedic foil, not right? The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not the orientation. Oh my god! What? What a strange world this is. <laughs> um, well, but I love um, that character. I love that. I love yeah. that story. Greater Boston's great. It, it is. And, and on that note, are, are there any other really wonderful uh, audio dramas you'd like to give a shout out to? Uh, anything definitely human makes. Oh my god! Yes, I am so glad you brought that up. We're actually doing a little uh, cross promotion in a few weeks with one of their shows and. This will serve as a little early uh, promo for them, but Down, their current yes. show. Yes. Oh, phenomenal. It's alien, but underwater in a small submarine. That that doesn't do the show justice, but it is. You, okay, it, it, no, you explained what the proposition in the first episode is and not what yes. actually happens. Yes. <laughs> and what, what actually happens is something else entirely, great. and it is incredible. Well, great uh, for the listener. Not for the yeah. cast. Not for the yeah, not for them. Um uh, I, I want to say it's like 10, 15 minute episodes or so. Um I I, mean, I think they're probably a little closer, like 15, 20 minute episodes. Yeah, they're 15, 20 minute episodes. It's a twenty four episode run. They're on episode twenty one right now and they had to take a break because um one of their crew members well that sounds weird talking about stuff underground, but uh had uh virus related illnesses, so they had to go yeah. on quarantine. Um, and I, I believe they're actually coming back to wrap up that season pretty soon. Uh, but it, it, it's so easy to just binge through all of it and absolutely worth it. Uh, they also uh, do the Monster Hunters. Yes. Uh, I 
I want to like the new episodes more. I get what they're doing. It's just not for me anymore. I liked I, it when they were working with Sir Maxwell House. Not your cup of tea. Yeah, the Maxwell House arc is wonderful. Well, I, I think my favorite thing about Definitely Human is some of their dumb, brute characters. Like, Maxwell House is wonderful. Um, Sebastian St. Patton. Yes, Sebastian St. Patton. Oh, what an incredible character. Uh, from The Infinite Bad, which is their actual play podcast that is cosmic horror, Lovecraft. And it, I, I don't think it's a, a proper Call of Cthulhu play, is it? It is a call is a custom Call of Cthulhu campaign uh, written yeah. by Giorgio Mariani, and he is an incredible writer. Uh, he was what, interviewed on an episode of The Bunker. Yes. Oh my God, I forgot. I haven't listened to The Bunker in ages. That that was another one of those podcasts that came out like way early and it was just kind of like up in the charts forever. It's still good. It's it's, it's very still good. damn good. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, there's my first cuss word. You said the F word like three times, so I'm still winning. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've listened to it, but I think one of my favorite shows by them is – oh, God. I, I don't want to butcher this name. Give me a moment to find it. Is it the International Biscuit Review Worldwide Podcast? Is that the full name? Uh, that's close to it. I'm, uh, I'm pulling up my podcatcher of choice right now because I'm, I'm – the International Worldwide Global Biscuit Review Podcast. Yes, thank you. And every week they review a different cookie based on its dunkability and texture and some other strange criteria that and no cookie should be judged by. Yes, cookiness. Thank you. Well, they say biscuitness, but that's because, you know, they're good old Britain. Yeah. Oh. Um, so yeah. They got the Bunker, the Infinite Bad, uh, Pax Fortuna. Yes, down. their new actual play podcast. Yes. Uh, that is, it's finished now. So if you want to get in on that, it's all done. And very good. And the International Worldwide Global Biscuit oh. Review Podcast. Uh, and Mars Corp. Yes, which they're making season two of After Down. Very soon, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, what, what else have you been listening to lately? Uh... I went and binged uh, Theater of Tomorrow, finally. Yes. But we're not going to talk about that for a second interview episode, because he did that with uh, Graham. It's so but, good. But I bring that up for one reason. I knew Graham was on the show, so when he finally showed up in uh, The Mystery of Dogless Space, yes. uh, I wasn't all that surprised. But then I hear you <laughs> in the next episode. Uh, I'm going to be so honest. I forgot that he was in theater tomorrow at all. Um, that's kind of embarrassing. It's, it's one of my favorite podcasts. It's so well produced, and the writing is phenomenal. I absolutely forgot I did a. It's like it's like three lines, but oh god. Uh, yeah, me. You mentioned missiles. That's about it. I mentioned missiles. Um, I believe Sarah Werner is also in that episode too. I believe she's my captain, if I'm not mistaken. I believe you're right. Oh, God, I forgot about that. that that's exciting. <laughs> I'm glad I'm a part of that show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was a long time. Douglas Space came out like three years ago. <laughs> 
Don't do uh, that to me. Don't do that to me. Because so I saw that their last episode came out in 2019. Anyway, we're still talking about Theater Tomorrow. They've already gotten a bump on the show. How dare us? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, they, they are coming back soon, hopefully. I, I uh, actually messaged Travis a few days ago, and he they have some stuff in the works. So, you know, fingers crossed. Yeah. Hopefully you hear from them very, very shortly. Uh, um, I'll tell you a show that I haven't listened to recently, but I did binge on a trip and absolutely loved. Yes. Uh, Victoriosity. Yes. Victoriosity. That is is a fun show. It is a detective show show set in an alternate universe. And if you're a fan of wooden overcoats, it starts Chapman. Yep. Um, It is all wrapped up, I believe, now, right? Season three finished. They've done two? two seasons, and they've done two specials, and I don't know if they're coming back for another season. I'd like for them to. Yeah, it's very I, well done. <laughs> I remember they had a Kickstarter. I believe I believe the last Kickstarter was season two. But uh, a wonderful cast on that as well. Uh, is there anything else? Uh, there's a podcast I like, but I don't want to talk about them because some of the subject matter is not for the faint of heart. Sure. And some of it's not PC. And so how I ride that weird line of, wow, this story is really good. This this episode is really amazing. And then I hear the next one and it's like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, what should I keep listening? And then the next episode is, again, mind blowing and amazing. And I'm like, OK, let's maybe they're just ha- maybe had it off week. I don't know. The next. It's strange. It's strange. Right. Try to be careful with the media I consume. Because, again, I used to be a bad person. I don't want to fall back into bad habits. Right. And part of that is definitely consuming good media from a lot of diverse creators. I was on Newgrounds, Pacific. Newgrounds. I mean, I remember playing Newgrounds when I was in, like, middle school. No, 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 son. I'm talking about the animation side of things, not the video game side of things. Oh, I understand. Where, like, people were just throwing the F slur around hot and heavy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, boy. Like, I was kind of throwing myself out there a little bit. I went back and read uh, the now surviving That Town movie scripts. Uh, The original got lost to time. I think one person has a printed copy, but I cannot get in contact with them, so I cannot confirm that. Uh, So the second script I made got printed into a book as a way for me to try and finance the film. That did not happen because I was a dumb college kid. Yeah. Uh, And I was supposed to be the one selling the books, which that's how book selling works, is that the author gets out there, does the grind, especially on the indie circuit. Oh, Uh, of course. And I I didn't know that. I I just thought that the bells and whistles work themselves. Boy, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, So I went back and was reading uh, the book to try to find, hey, I know there's funny stuff. In this script, what if I just do a reading of the script? And I started reading it, and on page five, I said, oh, no. And on page six, I said, oh, no. And on page seven, I realized it's a great thing. This thing did not get made. Yeah. And I'm very glad I've grown as a person since then. Because, oh, boy. But the only only thing I did pull out of the book for uh, Tales of That Town is the scene where Alan and Millenhead rob a bank. That is a very fun scene. It's a very fun scene. It's it's always worked, no matter the medium you put it in. It's just very funny. Yeah. Come on, boy, we're going to go steal us some money. <laughs> As it turns out, that always gets a laugh. Who knew? <laughs> right. Awesome. Well, I uh, I think in closing, 
why why don't you leave us on uh, some uh, again some sagely Jesse advice some uh, because sagely you Jesse are uh, despite everything you'll lie and say about yourself uh, <laughs> a very wonderful and very kind person um, so yeah about growth or making podcasts or anything so uh, always be a person of your word I say that to have a story so when I was in college there's a professor that was very um, loose brained I guess would be a way you could call it very sure. aloof yeah uh, I had to give them a report, and they said to have the report on their desk by 5. I said, okay. I walked to their office at 4.45, and they had left for the day. So I stood there for a moment in front of their office, and the next day they had the report on their desk when they got to work knowing full well I had not gotten there before they left for the day. When they pulled me aside to ask how I did what I did, I said, <laughs> be where you say you're going to be. And somehow I did not get thrown out of college for that. <laughs> there you go. All right. A little scary. Some good advice. Oh. I didn't yeah. break any law. I, like, I want to point this out. <laughs> I did not break any laws. I did not break into his office, or their office, or her office. Um, but I did get into their office after they left for the day without breaking the law and put my report on their desk. All right. Ominous. Pacific. Have you seen my hair? You know how I dress. There's nothing ominous about me. That's fair. <laughs> But don't lie to my face either. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, just have it down here by 5 o'clock. Okay. Well, that's 50 minutes till and you're gone. So, uh. Right. I'm going to do what I got to do. <laughs> See, is there anything else? Any other sagely advice? Any other sagely advice? Uh, wash your hands and wear a mask. Good advice. Very strong advice. Uh, as um, somebody who's a Miono compromised, I, uh. And it's also six three or six four, depending on where what store I'm running out of, and uh, you know about two hundred pounds. Maybe don't piss off the immunocompromised guy my size. Right. It's <laughs> any other sagely advice because I keep getting vague threats, and I need to stop doing that. <laughs> um, hmm. I'd say be good to each other, but that's that's trite. Um, hmm. Oh, I got it. Yes. When somebody asks for help, help them. Also, because I've been doing that a lot, and it seems to be working out so far. Yeah, good advice. The person you help might turn out to be your boss in four years. But you know details. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, to to really wrap this all up, Jesse, please mm -hmm. define lates. The uh, the uh, example that the slang flashcard gives is oh Christ, late exclamation point. I'm going to use my uh, my F word here. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> uh, it means a conclusion to a party. 
So Jesse, oh, shut up! That's a lie. Late. <laughs> Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, next week, we should be back with some regularly scheduled SCP content. Um, unless with scripts I wrangled, me. unless things get thrown off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With wonderful, beautiful things that Jesse's wrangled. Um, unless Future Me has told you that that isn't true at the beginning of this show, which might be the case. But otherwise, uh, listen to Future Me. Um, he knows stuff. Uh, he knows more than we past do community does, nights on Discord. Sure. Sometimes... Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, Jesse sometimes joins us for those community nights, so if you want to speak to him more or you want to speak to me uh, or even some of our other actors, come join us. Uh, But, yeah, thank you so much for waiting so patiently, and, Jesse, thank you so much for uh, being you. All right. Late. That's the first time that's ever been accused of. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Love you.